Hey, 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 welcome to the Pastor Duke Podcast. Thank you for tuning me in today. I am praying God will use me to be a blessing to you as we look into the Word of God together about what is happening in our world. I call my thoughts today, it ain't no dink. Something is driving the mandate. Something is driving the totalitarian governmental spirit that we see in Canada being resisted by the truckers and in other parts of the world. Coming soon to the United States, I hope not, but I've cheated and I've read the Bible through, and I would expect that to come to our shores in the near future. To be biblically illiterate, people are no more than looker-adders. But to be biblically minded, we are seer-throughers as the Holy Spirit enlightens us to see what is happening in our world through the prophecies. We know Satan's agenda because God gave it to us. We know his devices because God taught us about them. So, When we look at our world through a biblical lens, we know what's happening. Scripture is set apart from all other uh, literature by the prophetic factor. There are 10,365 prophecies in the Bible for a reason. God knows what he's doing. Reason number one, to authenticate the message as the very word of God for man. Man couldn't have written the Bible if he wanted to, and he would not have written it if he could have. 100% accuracy in biblical prophecy fulfillment to the very letter. That assures us that God has truly spoken to man. He's explained the human experience from the beginning to the end, answering all the big questions as to where we came from, why we are here, what is going on in the world, where it is all heading. And number two, he gave us the scripture so we can clearly see where we fit into the divine plan for human history and how our personal decisions can and do have both a temporary and eternal purpose. We're here for a reason. You shall know the truths. These truths will set us free. In other words, something bigger is going on than what we can see. And when we look into the scriptures, he opens our eyes to see it. And God wants us to see it. Isaiah told us, God gave us the end from the beginning. Jesus said, behold, I tell you, before it happens. So when you see it happen, and this is my paraphrase version now, you'll know what's happening. Daniel gave us the timeline of history in chapter 2, 7, and 9. There would rise the great world empires, Daniel said, uh, beginning with Babylon, which would fall to Persia, which would fall to Greece under Alexander the Great, which would fall to Rome. Rome would rise, Rome would fall, Rome would rise again in the last days and become a global governance under the Antichrist. Revelation 13 revealed long ago many details of the evil one's reign. 
where he will yield nearly absolute control over the populace. We see the mark of the beast and the necessary technology to control the world commerce. Seemingly up to recent days, totally impossible. But now because of technological development, it's so easy to see how he will do that. I would say he soon will control all of the medical uh, decisions in the world that patient-doctor relationships uh, up till now held sacred in American medical realities, all gone. Nuremberg Code, all gone. Hippocratic Oath, all gone through what's been happening of late through COVID. Oh my, there's something fueling the fires towards totalitarianism, moving things away from the way they were to how Satan wants to have it to be. So through the millenniums we call history, we can see God's master plan for man unfold along with Satan's counter plan. Most people have an innate sense of good and evil built into our souls, and Scripture will flesh out what that good and evil will look like in the last day scenario. As we seek the knowledge of the holy, we find that history is not random. It's been long clear in prophetic scriptures the whys of history, because uh, Satan's got a plan too. We are watching and living in the matrix of an epic battle between good and evil, more specifically between God and Satan. We know the what, Christ's kingdom will come and his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven, but before Christ's kingdom will reign, God allows Christ-rejecting people sort of to reap what they sow, to be blinded by the evil one who's blinded the minds of those who reject Christ. God allows the devil in the last days to set up a global governance under a leader we commonly call the Antichrist, which will thankfully will be very short-lived. A three and a half years rise to power with a three and a half year reign of terror upon the earth to follow. Christendom is a bit divided on exactly when Christ returns to take his church to the Father's house and deliver them from the wrath uh, unfolded in Revelation 6 through 19. I see Christ coming in Revelation chapter 4. The come up hither, the door, Christ is the door, the door is open, a trumpet sounds, a trumpet sounds at every rapture verse in the Bible that we see. I see that in Revelation chapter 4, verse 1, followed by a heavenly scene in chapter 4 and 5 in celebration, as I think the church, the Old Testament saints, were all there waiting with another group that arises in chapter 7. Uh, whom the Bible says were saved out of great tribulation. Some of my friends believe that Christ returns for the church in the middle of the tribulation, but they're all hoping that I'm right. They'd prefer to be delivered at the midst of the tribulation. The important thing is Jesus is coming, and all of us who know him, who love him, will be rescued. And so time will tell on that one. But I have a whole podcast on that topic if you want to go down my list and see the coming uh, tribulation time and have dealt with that topic uh, very in depth in earlier podcasts so you can go there if you desire to go any deeper on that topic so scripture made clear the what the why the who and when in the time of the end but it did not make clear the how 
And that's what we've been wrestling with. Those of us who are kind of addicted to biblical prophecy, uh, we're trying to figure out this scenario, how will this unfold? And that's what this podcast is all about today. What is driving this press for totalitarian government control? Let's push our rewind buttons back to mid-March 2020. We had no clue what was about to hit us when COVID bullied its ugly head onto the world scene. Let me say that again, the world scene. This all surpasses American politics. It was viewed first as a global pandemic. However, as more information became available and we were able to peek behind the curtain outside of the mainstream media, many are convinced it in actuality is a pandemic and Satan himself is the planner. I summarize the entirety of the COVID agenda as this a conditioning of the global populace to accept tightening of governmental controls in all areas of our lives, eroding away the freedoms we have long held dear. COVID was packaged so cleverly to appeal to the best part of humanity sentiments. You know, stay home, save lives, mask up, glove up, social distance, bend the curve, protect grandma. You don't want to kill your grandma, do you? The two weeks of shutdown have turned into nearly two years now. Global populations complied and sacrificed because of their decency. Satan was appealing to our niceness. And now, I would say because of our ignorance, I'd say people's compliance has been taken advantage of. We began to see the first ever quarantine of the well. That had never happened in the history of the world, fighting health issues. Economy was nearly stopped. Effective treatments for COVID were banned and silenced. It quickly became apparent that the political agenda was superseding the medical realities. It was the politics of the globalist running the mainstream media, Big Pharma, Silicon Valley, Hollywood, the entirety of the Biden administration were all in collusion with the CDC, the World Health Organization, the CIA, the UN, and their eugenics plans. It's all one team. Those who were at the center of the Agenda 2030, which is about world depopulation from 7.4 billion now to a sustainable 500 million. Isn't that a sweet word? Sustainable. They're all the same people at the epicenter of the vaccine agenda. Oh my. Fauci, Gates, Schwab, Soros, the globalist superheroes to save the planet from the people. All the same people at the center of the Paris Climate Accord the center of the American Green New Deal to shut down world economy. 
to reduce CO2 emissions, shut down the economy over environmentalism, and now shut down the economy over COVID mandates, all leading to a coming global economic reset, a cashless society. Revelation 13 creeping up on us. We're learning how the devil's going to do it. Deeper studies showed the vaccine agenda was long planned before COVID was released. Coronavirus vaccine patents were being developed as early as 2015. Find the history of Anthony Fauci. He's not the big, great, happy papa out there to save the world from epidemics. That explains the fight against the cure. Hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin are cheap. They are proven. They are tested. And they work fine against the COVID-19 virus. But they put no financial gain into the pockets of Big Pharma and Team Globalist. Vaccine mania is putting billions of dollars into the coffers of Big Pharma with no liability. (laughs) How about that? Written in politically, written in legally from the very beginning, no liability for their vaccines. Huge pressure came for massive COVID testing. All the while, the very doctor who invented the COVID PCR test Carrie B. Mullis said, quote, the test was never designed to detect infectious diseases. He mysteriously and suddenly died in August of 2019. But the mainstream media wants us to forget about him. Forget about that guy. He didn't know what he was talking about. Oh, you conspiracy theorists. One could begin to feel the politicalization of everything COVID early on. COVID uh, PCR testing thresholds were often changed during the COVID narrative development. In other words, they're moving the goalposts to fit the narrative and keep the fear accelerated. All the while, societal trust in the mainstream narrative continued to erode, and I would say rightfully so, as Team Fauci did their 180s and did not generate confidence in their voice. Early on, it was in our face, the number of deaths. But when the number of deaths began to drop, it was in our face, the number of cases And that's why the manipulation of the uh, PCR testing, those goalposts were moved to keep the number of cases uh, in front of us, false positives everywhere, to continue the fueling of the fires of fear among the populace. Fear is a major power in moving people groups. So the people would line up as sheep for the vaccine slaughter. As many fear what is actually in the vaccines. Why would there be a 75-year hold allowed 
for Pfizer to disclose the ingredients of their vaccine. They have to answer that question. And of course, we already know the answer. They don't want us to know what's in it. Why was it politically and legally built into the vaccine development that they would face no financial liability for the potential victims with vaccine adverse reactions? You can begin to smell the devil in the details. The warp speed vaccines, warp speed and vaccines do not belong in the same sentence. They don't belong even in the same paragraph, but everything is different because of COVID. In medical history, you never heard of such a thing. Trump said the vaccines would be optional, but with him gone, everything Biden says pushes mandatory. I live in New York. And I have friends who've died of COVID in New York hospitals who could not get the treatment of their choice. It's illegal in New York. I've seen many friends lose their jobs for non-vaccine compliance. And many who did comply against their will have taken the vaccines. And now they're fearful of health issues that may be facing them. The massive effort to silence any non-government-approved COVID plans became clear. Censorship on mainstream media and all social networks exploded. Fact-checkers became standard on Facebook. I've spent many days in Facebook jail and wear that badge proudly. Originally, vaccines were available. Soon, the... The people that wanted them got them, and then there were bribes for people to take the vaccine. And then that gave way to the actual mandates. Now they're going after our children who have nearly no threat to the COVID-19 virus or its, its variants. Massive cover-up continues of adverse health effects and vaccine-induced deaths. 108 European soccer players have dropped dead on the playing field or on the practice fields soon after their COVID vaccinations. Mainstream media on that topic? Crickets. Never a mention. Conservative news outlets are removed from their platforms. They are defunded by PayPal and other online pay systems. If you can't see the collusion of the globalist, their ownership of the U.S. education system, the ownership of the mainstream media, and so many politicians are in their pockets, you're spiritually blinded by the very author of their agenda. If you are listening to my podcast, you no doubt are awakened and have connected a lot of the dots. I hope God uses me to help you connect a few more. Satan's goal today is exactly the same as it was in Genesis 3 when he deceived Eve to rebel against God and take of the forbidden fruit. He knows he's going to hell. He wants everyone to go to hell with him. He just didn't figure in that God had a plan to fix it. He didn't know that Jesus was planning on stepping upon the scene and whooping his butt on down the road. He wanted to damn her soul to hell. He still does, blinding the minds of those that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. He's the same as he was in Genesis chapter 4 when unrighteous Cain, who wanted to worship God his own way, killed righteous Abel, who worshiped God God's way. 
Satan wants only to use his power to deceive and to destroy. Jesus said he was a murderer from the beginning and the father of all lies. Nothing has changed. It's just the last days, and we pick up how he was in the early days. God aimed for man to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Satan's plan? The opposite, to destroy man from the earth and turn man from Christ our Savior, to blind their minds, to keep them from truth, to keep them from Jesus. The year 2020 through 2022, these last two years, has shown us the how the enemy will gain global control over governments. Many of us have been following the money trail for many years. It's a tell-all. Global financial elitists led by the devil himself for many years operating in the shadows are now out of their closet. Go online and listen to Bill Gates speak on eugenics. Listen to him on genetic engineering, getting rid of the religious gene in the human genome so there will be no more Islamicists, there will be no more fundamentalists, no more uh, Christian people. We'll just get rid of that gene. He, he is clueless. He is blinded by Satan, and he is empowered by money. Listen to Gates on future plans for vaccines. Listen to him brag about the 20 to 1 payback for every dollar invested in vaccine technology. All fear-driven agendas with global warming and threatening coming viruses to planet Earth. They're going to try to stay ahead of the curve, he says. He who claims to be a savior is in reality a destroyer. He's not an angel sent from God. He's a demon sent from hell. Read Klaus Schwab, president of the World Economic Forum, his new book, COVID-19, The Great Reset, July 9th, 2020. He tells you what some might say. <laughs> They've accused of Pastor Duke's conspiracy that there's an elitist group of people controlling the world. He says, no, it's not a conspiracy at all. It is the world's present reality. He says, by the year 2030, you'll all be living in 800-square-foot apartments and high-rise buildings in smart cities. You will own nothing. You will eat no meat. You will drive no cars and you will be happy those are his words you see it's all one plan satan's plan to use fear with climate agenda and more fear with uh, medical mandates and upcoming viruses and finally the great economic reset i think all of this covid has simply been a tool to bring about the coming economic reset. Then complete control will be in place globally as they are presently in China. The heart of Satan has always been there, but he had to wait for the technology to catch up and make it all possible. For the mark of the beast in Revelation 13, he needs artificial intelligence. He needs microchips. He needs 5G. He needs space links. He needs facial recognition. 
and surveillance cameras. He needs GPS for tracking. He needs cell phones for people to offer up all their personal information, and I'm guilty of that, and so are you. He needs massive digital memory and data centers we now call the cloud. Most of all, he needs to deceive the populace that his agenda is good. A populist must die to personal freedoms to be a good, compliant, global citizen. He needs people to embrace his lies and hate the truth. He needs to destroy the nuclear family and destroy the church of Jesus. He needs to turn the heart of the children from their parents. He needs to undermine societal strength with drugs and promiscuity. He needs his own personal politicians who will offer false promises to a dumbed-down political illiterate generation. He needs to own the educational system, own the preschools, own the youth culture, own their TV, Internet, own their movies and gaming systems. He needs a biblically illiterate society to bring about his agenda. He needs the BLM, Antifa, LGBTQ community to continue to divide and weaken the society. He needs critical race theory to promote racism and division and more hate. He needs to rewrite history. He needs relativity instead of absolute truth. He needs immorality to conquer morality. He needs evolution so mankind will never know the true value that lies with them having been made in the image of their creator. He needs passivity to rule over activism. And he's almost there. He's almost got this thing but he has some huge problems. <laughs> he will never prevail over Christ's church. At the core of this rising global resistance to mounting totalitarianism, which we see in the truckers movement in Canada, soon coming to America, across Europe, this uh, momentum against globalism, at the center of this, most of the time, you see the church. The church led the charge to stop slavery in this world. We led the charge in the civil rights movement in America in the 60s. Don't forget that Martin Luther King was a Baptist preacher. He believed eternal life in Christ was far more important than civil rights on earth. He lived for and he died for both. God bless MLK. Satan will slander. He will persecute and perhaps god will even allow him to bring about martyrdom in the last days church like he did in the first days church but it will not work for him because if god does allow it the blood of the martyrs in the last days will be the seed of the church in the last days as it was in the first days Christ will return for his church at the perfect time. He will take us to his father's house where all heaven breaks out for believers and all hell breaks out on earth as Satan no longer has the Holy Spirit holding him back with the church gone. I read from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 7 through 9. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now letteth will let that's the Greek word restrainer. He, the Holy Spirit, will restrain until he, the Holy Spirit, be taken out of 
the way, out of the Antichrist way. And then shall that wicked, the Antichrist, be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming seven years later. Even him, Antichrist, whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. And so here it is. It's all fitting together. It's the last days. Satan's technology is just about in place. He's got the technology he needs. The nations are aligning, as he said. It ain't rocket science to connect these dots to see who is fueling the fires of this totalitarianism, who is behind the press for vaccinations. And I know people are confused. We don't want people to get sick. We want to be well and get on with our world. But see, there's something far more deviant going on here than just historically what would have been a vaccine. We, the church, are his resistance. Greater is he who is in us than he that is running this last day set up for the Antichrist. He can't come till we go. When we are gone, when we are out of his way, then he will arise. This is not a political battle. It's the epic battle of the universe playing out its ugly hand in the last days in our face. Antichrist rises in the West, the revived Roman Empire, Daniel 2, Daniel 7. He is opposed by Islam, the kings of the South, Daniel 11. He will be opposed by Russia and her allies, Ezekiel 38 and 39. The final battle with China as an army of 200 million come from the East for the final battle of Armageddon. We long had the why. Satan's got an agenda. uh, He wants to set up his kingdom, the who, Satan himself, the what, a kingdom, and when in the last days. Now we can see clearly how he's doing it. Government mandates now, soon economic reset and totalitarianism will have its day. Satan will rule for a little while. We will be gone. Christ returns. Seven years later, with his church, he whoops the devil's butt, casts the Antichrist and the false prophet into the lake of fire. Satan is bound in the bottomless pit. Jesus sets up his kingdom. The curse will be lifted from the land. Animal nature returned as it was before the flood. The paradise lost in Genesis will be regained in Revelation 21 and 22. Hallelujah. What a savior, isn't it? Great to be on the winning team. Hey, thanks for taking time. Tune me in getting into the word of God together, looking at this fallen world and realize we are almost home. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Love you. See you next time. Lord bless.